Hey friend, I hope you are having a wonderful day. I have a question for you. Do you ever get stuck in analysis paralysis where you need to make a decision, but you kind of spin in your head, thinking about all the different options, weighing them against each other, trying to figure out the best one? Just me? No, I'm guessing I'm not alone in this. In this episode, we are talking about another decision-making type called the analyzer. So if that sounds like you or someone you know, Stick around because today I'm going to give you five clarifying questions to get you unstuck and moving forward. Let's do it. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Hey, I see you trying to get this thing to work for you, but feeling like you're struggling with decisions and stuck in doubt. You're afraid to commit, you feel like you have one foot in and one foot out, and you keep second guessing your every move. When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt qualified. I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mom, and daughter of the king, and I'm here to tell you that you can transform your mindset, ditch doubt, and take confident action in your business. Your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of all these fears you have around your business, finally saying yes and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams and goals God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. As a business owner, as a mom, as a human living on the planet at this day and age, we have to make so many decisions. We also live at a time in a time where so much information is right at our fingertips. And so it's no wonder that it's so easy and so common to get stuck in analysis paralysis. Today I want to talk to you about the analyzer decision-making type. And I think all of us kind of fall into this type at some point or another, kind of depends on what type of decision we're making. But there are some of us that tend to get stuck in analysis paralysis a lot. Back before I started to develop the skill of making decisions quickly and easily, I was this person. You've probably heard me talk about before how on every personality test, I'm always the type that is the investigator, the contemplator, the one that is inside their head thinking and analyzing. So obviously, if you are like that, if you're like me and you have that tendency, you probably are the analyzer decision-making type a lot of the time. So analyzers, They do exactly what I'm <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. They like to make decisions after looking at all the available information. They tend to research, read reviews, they contemplate at length before deciding. And one of the pros about the analyzer type is that they make very informed decisions, right? And they typically know the reason they made that particular decision. And so because of that, they tend to not really regret the decisions that they make. But the thing about it is they can also be very slow to decide and they can feel anxious when there's not enough information available 
And kind of worst of all, they can get stuck in indecision. In your business where there are so many decisions to make and you need to make them in order to move forward with the next step, getting stuck in analysis paralysis can really holds you back, keep you from getting that momentum, and also keep you from being able to seize opportunities that become available to you. I can tell you from experience of being the analyzer type so often and for so long that the downside of getting stuck in indecision or continuing to analyze can sometimes be really sneaky. For instance, I would tell myself, I'm just doing my due diligence, (laughs) right? You can tell yourself that this isn't really a problem because you're just doing what you need to do to make the best decision. And I think that it's it's a fine line, right? Because there there is a point where you cross over into the analysis, the analysis becoming paralysis and actually having a negative detrimental effect where you've analyzed to the point that maybe you've gotten more confused or you've gotten stuck and you're at a point where sometimes even just making a decision even if it's not the exact right decision would be better than staying stuck because at least you could move forward and learn from it when you're the one that is the analyzer type and you've moved from that due diligence just doing what you need to do to make an informed decision into like analysis paralysis you know stuck mode where you're just not taking any action and you're spinning in your mind right all the thoughts all the things and constantly analyzing it can be hard to know when you've kind of crossed that line but it's easier to see whenever it happens to other people outside of us so i'll give you an example Back when I was in college, I had this friend and he had a cold or a virus or some kind of little sickness, right? And I remember we went to HEB, which (laughs) I miss HEB. If you're somebody that lives like in the southern like part of Texas and you have HEB, like I'm jealous. They keep saying they're going to bring them to North Texas. I haven't seen one yet. But for those of you that don't know, HEB is a grocery store. So we went to HEB to get him some cold medicine to help him feel better. Now we're adults, but neither of us has really bought cold medicine all that much, you know? And so I just remember him sitting in the HEB, like he wanted to look at all the different ones. Like he was thinking about the symptoms he had and he was looking at at this, you know, this cold medicine that took care of like fever and like cough or whatever. And then this one had like sneezing and you know, this kind of thing. Y'all know what it's like on the cold medicine aisle, right? There's like a bunch of different kinds of medicine and they all do different things, but also the same things. And some of them are, you know, 12 hour and some of them are 24 hour and some of them have, you know, pain reliever in it and some of them don't. And there's just, there's a lot of choices, right? And they're also not inexpensive, especially not whenever you're living on a college student's budget. (laughs) So my friend wanted to get the right one, you know, the one that he needed. And he's looking at all the boxes and reading all the, reading the ingredients, reading the active ingredients, looking at the symptoms, all the things, which most of us do. But it was taking a really long time. I remember it passing 30 minutes and then 45 minutes. You guys, I'm not kidding. He sat down in the aisle with like this cold medicine, like all these different medications all around him. It was like reading the back and comparing and and being like, I think I should get, maybe I should get this one or should I get this one? What do you think? 
And I literally remember calling my mom and telling her, oh my goodness, like, I, he just needs to pick a cold medicine. I feel like I'm held captive here. Like, <laughs> what do I do? Meanwhile, he also is feeling pretty miserable, right? Because <laughs> that's why we're there in the first place. He doesn't feel well. And so I can't tell you exactly how long we were there because I quit keeping track of time. But I would venture to say an hour-ish. As kind of an outsider looking into the situation, you're right, it wasn't me making the decision. It wasn't me that felt bad or experienced the symptoms. It was just me who made the mistake to go to the store with this person. <laughs> it was obvious to me that this was entirely too long to make this decision. And his desire to find the right one that would help him and meet all his needs of symptoms had crossed into this place where he was trying to find the absolute best one. So he was no longer looking at what his needs were and trying to find a medication that fit his needs because he had already found several that would do that. But there was this idea that there was this right one or best one and he was going through this process of analyzing all these and weighing them all to try to find like that one. Now, whenever this was going on, I was probably looking at him like he had three heads, to be honest, because it just seemed like a ridiculous amount of time to be in one aisle of the grocery store looking at cold medicine. To him, it seemed perfectly normal. Like this is just the process that had to be done to find it. And so my point is that whenever you're in it, yeah, you may feel like, oh, I'm kind of stuck in analysis paralysis or, oh, this is taking too long or I wish I could make a decision faster and easier. But sometimes you don't really know whenever you've crossed into like the bad place. And it's much easier to see when someone else is doing it. And while I look back at the cold medicine story and I think, oh my goodness, how could he take so long to decide on a cold medicine? I have done the same thing when it comes to business decisions about what platform to host my website on, what email service provider to use, you know, any kind of technical tool. You know, I want to compare this one with that one, with this option, with that one. And it wasn't just me taking an hour or two hours or a day to decide these things. Sometimes it would take a week or a month or sometimes even longer. The thoughts that we tend to think whenever we are stuck in analysis paralysis are, I need more information and I'm not ready to make the decision. And we feel stuck, we feel paralyzed, we don't take action, we spin in our heads in indecision, we contemplate back and forth. It's like that ping pong ball that goes back and forth in our head from the different options, you know? And sometimes whenever we think that we've landed on an option, then some doubt creeps in and we're like, well, what about this? And so then we go back to the other side and we just keep analyzing and keep analyzing. So today I want to give you five clarifying questions to get you out of analysis paralysis. Okay. The first one is what do I really need to know to make this decision? So ask this of yourself. Okay. What do I really need to know? We are so bombarded with information that sometimes the key pieces that we need to know in order to make a decision kind of get lost in the sea of everything else. I think about the cold, the cold medicine example, right? My friend, he had a list of symptoms 
that he needed help with. Meanwhile, he was getting kind of bogged down in all of this extra information of additional symptoms that, you know, these medications take care of and just all kinds of information, right? There, sometimes there's just too many choices and too much information around us at our disposal kind of coming at us. And so just really getting clear, taking a minute, kind of blocking all that out and asking yourself, okay, what do I really need to know to make this decision can help cut through the noise really quickly. The second clarifying question is, can I get this information or do I need a crystal ball? Now, this is a really important question. A lot of times we continue to gather information and analyze and reanalyze and analyze again because we want to be certain and assured of an outcome. We keep searching for knowledge and gathering knowledge but we're doing so in an attempt to try to know something that we cannot know. There are just things in this life that we can't know. We can make decisions on the best information that we have at the time, but ultimately we don't know what the future brings. And so it's really important for you to ask yourself, not only like what information do I need to know to make this decision, But also, can I get it? Because if really what I'm wanting is to have a crystal ball and to know the future for sure, then I have to come to grips with the fact that I can't know that. I can't be certain of what the future holds. So if your answer to that question is, I can get the information that I really need to know to make this decision, then the obvious thing to do is to go get it. Go get that information and get busy making your decision. If you can't get that information, if you realize that, oh, what I'm really trying to do is see into the future and know the future and there's no way for me to know that, then you have to make the best decision you can with what you have. Now, I know that can be difficult. (laughs) I know that's probably not what you want to hear. We want to feel ready to make the decision, right? That was one of the things that we think is we feel like we're not ready. We think we're not ready and we want to feel ready. And sometimes we have to make a decision when we don't feel ready because we can't know the outcome. So the third question I want you to ask yourself is, what don't I need to know to make this decision? Basically, what doesn't matter? It's kind of a version of the first question, but it's worded a little bit differently. And that's because subtraction can bring clarity, okay? Subtraction, taking things away, reduces overwhelm. Think about whenever you were in school and they were teaching you how to take a multiple choice test. I don't know about you guys, but the school I went to, they used to say, you know, start by crossing out the ones that you know aren't aren't the answer or you, you know, think aren't the answer. And usually there were two, you know, if you had like four or five multiple answers, there were usually two that you were pretty sure were like not the answer. And so start there, start by taking away the ones that are not it, you know, Sometimes as analyzers, we want to take into consideration all available information, but in order to help us be able to zoom in, narrow our focus, and make decisions, it's important for us to take out and subtract the things that aren't necessary. And, you know, this is true of pretty much anything. Sometimes it's harder to know what what you need to know or what is relevant or pertinent than it is to be able to remove things that aren't. Sometimes it's more clear to see it that way. I remember whenever I was going through the KonMari method in my house back in, I think it was 2015. And, you know, she says to hold everything and, and ask yourself if it sparks joy. 
I remember having a hard time really knowing if something sparked joy, but it was really easy for me to tell the things that didn't. You know, there were some things that were kind of iffy and, and, and I wasn't quite sure, but there were some things that it were just very clearly like, no, this needs to be donated and this needs to leave my house. So, you know, narrowing down the amount of information or narrowing down the information needed to make a decision is sometimes easier to first ask, what information do I not need? You know, what options are a definite no? The fourth clarifying question that I want you to ask yourself is, what do I want to base this decision on? This is something I work on a lot with my clients is helping them really create what I call a personal code, a way of making decisions that actually makes decisions super easy and quick to make because they know exactly what they're basing their decisions on. And every time they are able to just look at the decision through this lens and be able to make a decision and move forward. It's a very proactive way and methodical way of making a decision. Whereas a lot of us typically make decisions by default based on trying to avoid emotions that we don't want to feel or making decisions out of fear and doubt. Really, regardless of your decision-making type, you need to be asking yourself and figuring out kind of the lens that you want to look through, what your code needs to be, how you want to make decisions. What is a powerful way of making decisions for you in your life? The Bible gives us a lot of information on how to make decisions. Right now, I'm reading one of the books out of the B series by Warren Wearsby. He has this whole series library of like a Bible commentary. And I've read several of them. The one I'm reading right now is Be Decisive, and it's over the book of Jeremiah. This morning as I was reading in Jeremiah, I came across Jeremiah 6.16, and it really stood out to me. It says, This is what the Lord says. Stop at the crossroads and look around. Ask for the old godly way and walk in it. Travel its path and you will find rest for your souls. One of the great things about the Bible and all the stories in it is that we can see great examples of people that made decisions that glorified God and that were fruitful and brought them closer in relationship with God and had positive impacts on their lives. These people that made decisions in a way that was in alignment with what God wanted for them and what God was asking them to do, it wasn't always an easy road, right? The Bible is full of those stories. It's also full of stories of people that made decisions that were not in alignment with what God wanted them to do, that did not produce good fruit, and their lives did not end up good because of it, sometimes until they changed their ways. A story that comes to mind is the story of Jonah and the whale, right? As a Christian, I believe that we should be looking to the Bible to help us develop this decision-making code. The last question that I want you to ask yourself that has been super helpful for me is ask yourself, if I didn't have any mind drama about this, what would I do? A lot of times we get so wrapped up in our own fear and doubt and anxiety and what ifs, we just create all this mind drama. And I know it sounds kind of crazy that just asking yourself this question could potentially help you for one minute, just step out of that and be able to take a look at what you would do if you didn't have all the mind drama, but it works a lot. I'm not saying it will work every time to get you out of your mind drama, but it has worked on many, many occasions for me and my clients. 
This is one of those questions that you just really want to have in your back pocket. If I didn't have any mind drama about this, what would I do? And you can see the difference. You can see what you're doing in the mind drama and what you would do if you didn't have all the mind drama. So those are the five questions. And if you ask yourself these five questions and you answer them, you are helping transform your thoughts from, I need more information, I'm not ready to make a decision, to the thought, I know what I need to know to make an informed decision. Whenever you think that thought, you feel confident, right? When, you, when you're like, I know what I need to know, you feel confident, you make a decision, you take action, you do the thing. You move forward, you get unstuck, you start creating and making an impact in your life and your business. I have a bonus question for you though. My bonus question for the analyzer is to also ask yourself, what is a reasonable amount of time to make this decision? And then commit to a time frame. Give yourself a time frame. If it's a day, then say, okay, I'm gonna make this decision by you know 5 p.m. today. If it's a week, say, okay, I'm gonna make this decision by noon on Sunday, right? Give yourself a time frame in order to make the decision so that you are not constantly spinning. As an analyzer, I can tell you that the amount of time I will spend thinking about a decision and analyzing it will be pretty much up until the moment where I have to make a decision on it. And a lot of times that doesn't seem like a problem, but what it's doing is it's taking up our mental energy, our bandwidth, all that time thinking about something that we don't that we could already have decided and moved on and be thinking about the next thing something bigger better or just being present right not having something in our head that we're you know chewing on mentally and instead actually enjoying our lives so give yourself a time frame one word of caution it might be that you find that whenever you're asking yourself these questions and you've identified the information that you need to make the decision and you've gone out and gotten it, but you still feel stuck. There's likely more at play here than just the need for more information, right? There's more at play here than just too many options. And so that is when it's a great idea to work with a coach to help you see what's really going on. It's likely that you have fear, doubt, or there's some emotion on the other side of that decision that you're avoiding. If this is you, I want to invite you to book an unstuck session with me where we can very quickly see exactly what's going on and address it head on so that you can make that decision that you need to make, feel great about it, and start moving forward. Just go to fruitionmindset.com forward slash unstuck to grab your spot. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again, and we'll talk soon.